See this? This is my boomstick! got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. Slow pirate a go-go. That's about right. <laughs> <laughs> He's still a pirate movie, I guess. Oh my god. And we're we're live. We're rolling. I, I don't give up that kind of free content for nothing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, you're listening to Slow Robot a go-go. Arg. My, arg. Slow pirate a go-go. My name is Mal. You can listen to us on iTunes or, of course, on the website, uh, com. Uh, we also ask that you join our Facebook page. Just look up Slow Robot Go or just Slow Robot. I'm sure we're in there somewhere and uh, ask to join the, join the group. I always have lots of uh, teasers about what we're going to do next. Uh, you can tell us what you like to do or you know ask questions to the forums, so join us on that. And with me, as always, I have Dr. Morbius from Parts Unknown. And you can listen to us live if you want, because you can come to a studio and watch just us. Stand outside the, the window <laughs> and just watch us like go. We'll, we'll open the window. If the studio crowd wants to hang, hold signs up and like, uh, what's that today? USA Today. Or oh yeah, yeah, right. Whatever right. it is, like if you want to do that out front, I'll, yeah, yeah, I'll open ahead. the window. Yeah, yeah we'll know. open the window. You can watch us do this show and. We'll be like, here's a live interview, and we're like, hey, you know. And you can mock us, and, you know. uh, Yeah, sure. Yeah, like one of those morning shows, like Good Morning America. That's the one I was thinking of, yeah. Or all those other shows. Nice. If we could get that going, I think we would really have something. Yeah, definitely. No (laughs) doubt. Come on down, y'all. I don't see that happening. You can also also look, uh, listen to us on uh, bunchofdorks.com, or look up Bunch of Dorks on iTunes as well. We ask that you give feedback on either show on iTunes. Because that helps us out tremendously. And, uh, yeah. So, Dr. Morbius from Parts Unknown. What do you have going on online? Two Dimension Podcast. The podcast with no direction. Comic book podcast with no direction. Yeah. Where we review comics and movies and all that other good stuff. So, basically, we're, we're like your one-stop shop. Yep. You know, We talk about movies on Slow slow robot go go Usually, we break into some kind of music talk. So, that covers your music on yeah. Slow jukebox a go go mm-hmm. That's not a real thing. That's here. And uh, so, and then the bunch of dorks we talk about stupidity, and then on your other podcast you can talk about comic, comic books. books and stupidity. So all that's left is like beer, cars, and football. And which and, and which we will be talking yeah, about yeah, today. Which we usually break into. Yes, as that thing goes on. So we have a fun-filled uh, show for you today. An extravaganza. Yes, an extravaganza, if you will. We 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 started um we're doing a, a our top ten list of. Uh, I think we're gonna. This is something I'd kind of always wanted to do with each show. So we'll we'll have to talk about if we want to do this like as a weekly thing. Um, I don't know if you'd run out of lists. I guess you couldn't run out of lists, really. No, it's, pretty soon it'll be top ten beers or top yeah, ten toilet exactly. paper. You know, so it, and that, that's fine. I, I I won't say we're gonna do it every show, but we'll probably do them a little bit more frequently. The top yeah, ten. Yeah, that's fine. They're that's fun. Fine. Uh, today's to- top ten uh, B movie actress. Hottest. B movie actress or favorite or favorite, which equals hottest usually. Usually, I uh, have Phyllis Diller is on your list. Oh uh, yeah, that, Phyllis Diller and Moms <laughs> Mabley and uh, yeah, you nailed me with that one. I was like, yeah, you're like, oh, I said some of them don't qualify. You know, he's like oh, Phyllis Diller. I was like, 
I just bust out laughing. You actually got me like at work. I was like, I no. got you at work. I was like, no way. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> so, and then after that, we will go into our week, this week's movie review, which for those those of you following us on on a Facebook group already know, is uh, it's a prophylactic. It's yes. a compound, and it's a uh, what was the third thing I put down? Wait up. Oh, I don't even know. Yeah, uh, I don't know either. It's it's called rubber. Yes. Um, which I guess. Okay. So which yeah, just about <laughs> says everything. <laughs> I guess, but not. Oh, it, it's a tire. I said okay. It's a tire. Yeah, it's a tire. So, all right. First, we're gonna drop in a sound effect of the what was what this one called? Crazy Mama, which with uh, Shelley Winters and uh, Shelley Robert Winters De and Niro. Robert, Robert De Niro. Early Robert De Niro. Wow. Ma Barker. Movie. I never saw this one. It's a Ma from Roger Corman, of course. How did I miss it? Uh, it, it was 1971, so yeah, you weren't born no ex- yet. That's no excuse. <laughs> well, you were born, I was but you born, were too young. Yeah, they wouldn't let me into those movies at that point. No, not yet. I was one. Okay. Yeah, well, three you were going And this to. has nothing to do with our show. I just want to drop it in. So we're going to do the music break. Then when we come back, we're going to talk about our favorite top ten B-movie actresses. America, 1957. It was howdy duty time and rock and roll was king. You cruising for a bruising son? You want a mouthful of bloody chicklets? And Melvin and rock and roll rebels were wanted for bank robbery, kidnapping, bigamy, and 57 violations of the traffic code. Crazy Mama! Drop those guns, lady! Crazy Mama! Rated PG. Alright, and that wonderful, smooth, melodic voice that you know and you love is none other than the real Don Steele, who was, of course, the announcer covering the race in Death Race 2000. Yeah, and of course, the movie we were talking about isn't the one with Shelley Winters, Bloody Mama. It's Crazy Mama with Cloris Leachman, so sorry about that. Wow. But. Oh, before we go into our li- lists, which, trust me, we're getting to it, um, we did get uh, a listener email. This is from Nim, a loyal listener of the BOD, and now uh, our show as well. Mao and Dr. Morbius. I'm gonna. I'm reading it here. Uh, just wanted to drop you a note and let you know that I'm getting addicted to your show. It's one of the best podcasts out there right now. Thank you very much. Um, I was wondering if either of you or both of you have ever seen any of Dario Argento's, Dario Argento's, Dario Argento's movies. Suspiria. I think his stuff is red, campy yeah. as hell. And might fit in. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's see. The way I found out about him is through Keith Emerson, keyboard of EL- ELP. ELP, man. Yeah, prog rock, uh, baby. Also yeah. a solo artist. Keith has done a yeah. few soundtracks for those movies. Um, Inferno, I yeah, think. Yeah, that's what she lists. Movies yeah. such as Inferno, Suspiria. Suspiria. And La... No, Suspiria is Goblin. And La Chesa? Yeah, I don't know that one. Okay. Uh... Another movie I was wondering about is Hell Comes to Frogtown. Have you ever heard of it? I caught it on TV back in the 80s. It is always stuck with me. Roddy, Roddy, Roddy Piper. Piper. <laughs> she even wrote that. Roddy, Roddy Piper was in that one. So keep up the good work. Well, boys, keep up the good work. Thank you very much, Nim. Um, yes, yeah, so, yeah, Dario Argento is pretty good, actually. Very I, bloody. When I read that, I was like, I don't know him, but I know Dr. Deep Morbius Red, from Parts Unknown. Yeah, they're, they're good movies. They're real bloody. They're kind of like Italian well, some of them are thrillers, and some of them are like you know suspense. Cool. I, I mean, I've uh, seen the cover for Suspicia. Suspiria. Suspiria. I've seen that cover. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, it's it's kind of a very throwback, cool looking cover for the movie. 
The um. Yeah, that's a pretty effed up movie. Yeah, we'll have to maybe we'll have to do one of those themed yeah, ones one day. Yeah. Um, we will we we will be doing Hell Comes to Frogtown fairly soon. I think maybe that'll be in our next one. All right. We're talking about doing a twofer. Um, well, we'll talk about that later. But thank you, thank you very much, Nim. Uh, it's you. all uh, we always love getting mail. Yeah, definitely. Dario Argento do an Italian that'd horror. Be, that'd be fun. Do a couple of them. And maybe if there's a time when um, Oliver Klozov, who is who is the co-writer of <laughs> Dub 420, if he's up, he's a huge fan of those. Okay, the three cool. of us could, I could just sit back and not talk because you guys know your, what you're talking about, and I would just be like, yes, that's a thing. Our second follow-up is from King Don. He said, I actually just jotted this down. He said this to me in person. Uh, I I watched Galaxina in college. It cost me three books, and I'm still pissed about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a direct quote from King Don. And yes, I would see where that $3 would really be stuck in your craw, because that was a terrible movie. Okay. Yeah, we only played 10 for it. Yes. Okay, now, on to the real deal. All right, go. You, Dr. Morbius from Parts Unknown, you start with your movies, or with your top 10 okay i might i might i might go beyond 10 but uh i just i did an honorable mention section and i'll talk <laughs> about why i i mentioned them and why they did or didn't make the list so <clears throat> I, I put a little bit more work into my list than you i think <laughs> no, i got about four pages here <laughs> <laughs> it's not the quality uh, the quantity man it's the quality okay go ahead with okay your list. well let's start off with uh the one actress who i was gushing about a few uh Shows ago, of course, Carolyn Monroe makes it onto yeah. uh, the list from Star Crash. She's uh, she's she started. She did mostly Hammer movies. She went on and did Italian horror movies too. None with Argento, but she was in Dracula eighty seventy two with Christopher Lee, Captain Chronos, Vampire Hunter, which is actually a cool movie. It's a swashbuckler and a vampire movie, which we should watch. It's not bad. What's of course, it called? Cap- Captain Chronos, Vampire Hunter. I have nice. a copy of it. Oh, that's cool. I'd love I to actually see saw that. it at a in a midnight movie with Frankenstein. And the monster from hell. <laughs> awesome. How can you not go to see it? <laughs> yeah, I had to. That's, uh, that's awesome. I had to do it, yeah. Um, Star Crush, obviously. It was with Sinbad, Golden Voyage of Sinbad. Nice. And uh, The Spy Who Loved Me. She was in Bond. Yeah, oh, and wow. uh, Maniac, which was like the fr- not the first, but the infamous 1980 gore movie where mm. like the slasher and all that. So she's she's done it all from all those years. And she's pretty much just been in... Mostly genre B movies. She, she does qualify as definitely you, a yeah, B movie queen. Yeah, yes, but no she gets you going it. though. That's a good. We thing. will have pictures. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who else? What, what, that's, that's I'll keep count because like yeah, uh, that's not my number. No numerical order or whatever. Yeah, that's what you got to work on because I'm gonna, I'm doing the like the Letterman like ten, uh, nine, eight. I'm going the countdown. I only have I do have a number one, but I'll leave that for the end. Okay, go okay. ahead. Uh, well, here you go, Stella Stevens. Stella Stevens has been around since the uh, late. Early fifth, late late six, late fifties, early sixties. She's in, did a lot of TV, but she was also in The Nutty Professor. She was in The Silencers with Dean Martin, one of those Matt Helms movies, which wow. is a classic. Yeah, Girls, Girls, Girls with Elvis. Uh, the Mad Room, another kind of like you know psychological horror movie. Slaughter, Black Exploitation with uh, Jim Brown. The Poseidon Adventure. Lucky lady, she's done everything. Wow. She's been, she's still around. She I don't know if she does much anymore, but she's beautiful, beautiful woman, and she's basically like gone from A to B movie. She just jumps back and Wherever. forth. So yeah, so definitely yeah. like Stella Stevens is like you know, nice a top. She's a top ten. All right, let's see here. 
Mamie Van Doren. Remember Mamie Van Doren? Yes, I do. Oh, yes, my you do. God. Yeah. <laughs> How did she not make my list? <laughs> uh, you, 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 you have better like knowledge. You know, I was like, wow. From the fifties, man, uh, you know she was in a lot of those, like uh, yes. the, the the Hot Rod Gang, Untamed Youth, yeah. High School Confidential, Girls yeah. Town, Sex Kittens Go to College, and then later on she did stuff like God. Las Vegas Hillbillies and the Navy versus Nine Monster. Yeah, kind of like a uh, a B movie Marilyn Monroe she type. Was completely, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. She was like, uh, she, she was has, one of those like sex pots. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah. like. Like some 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 of the actresses that you're mentioning like were, are like beautiful. Yeah. She was just like sex. Yeah. You know I mean like like like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's she's a, and she, I don't think she ever did anything. She pretty much stayed in the B movie. But I'm trying to think. She's which, an archetype of a B yeah. movie. I'm though. trying to think of which one she was in. She was in one that the MST did. And I can't remember which one it was, but because they were just kept on going like, oh my God, like they were just like going nuts (laughs) over over me. (laughs) Okay, go ahead. Well, okay, if you've mentioned Mamie Van Doren, you got to mention her counterpart, which would be Jane Mansfield and the other blonde bombshell from the 50s and 60s. Would you consider her a B-movie though? Well, yes, because even though she did stuff like The Girl Can Help It, Can't Help It with, uh, you know, that was a big movie and uh, uh, will success spoil rock country. She did stuff like... You know, The Loves of Hercules. <laughs> I guess, yeah, you're right. And The Fats yeah. Five filmed in in uh filmed on the east on the on the west coast here in Florida, like in Cape Coral. Nice. With Phyllis Diller, one of my <laughs> well, never your mind. other one of your others. One of the ones we don't want to talk about. <laughs> That's the not dot 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 yeah. Promises Promises, which was like an early sixties mm-hmm. TNA movie. Nice. Primitive Love, which was like a like one of those like uh, I God, I don't even I think it's like some kind of like one of these movies where they f- they filmed they had footage of like documentary footage of uh, they just like just use it of like African weirdness oh, and then they, and they just spliced it in it was, like, it was almost like a mondo kind of thing oh, or God those are the worst those movies drive <laughs> yeah. me crazy yeah. when they like and they like they'll they'll pretend that they're like watching something through binoculars yeah and then yeah, there's binocular yeah. of some <laughs> stupid lion and the lion's like at Disney. It's just sitting there like whatever. It does you know? Ah, uh, those just those are brutal. Those movies are brutal. And then of course she was in Las Vegas Hillbillies with Mimi Van Doren, so wow. she gets like you know you, you got you those two like the the. I don't see how adolescent boys made it through that movie without actually physically exploding. Like you yeah. know. Well, I exploded. I, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm bumps parts unknown. Okay, 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 here you go. <laughs> Here's one that's a little more obscure, but I, I, I want to find... A little more obscure. She, Joy ahead. Lansing is a little more obscure, but I'm going to find her video called Web of Love, We're gonna, and we should post it. Cause Joy this is, Lansing. Joy Lansing. We should post this video, because this video is like an early 60s... Uh, of, it's what they call scopetones. They did. The, they used to do videos for... Um, they used to have like a, uh, machines, and, and I never saw one. The penny arcades? Yeah, oh, you used to have yeah. machines, and you would put the money in, and it would show you a video. And it was usually like some '60s movies, like Julie London did some. They had European ones, but Joy oh, Lansing I did. I forgot about Julie London. Yeah, wow. what a singer, what a babe. But anyway, yeah, yeah. But this Web of Love video is like total camp craziness. We, we, we're gonna try to find it. If we can link it, that'd be awesome. Yeah, we we'll can link it. it. Oh, this dude, this thing rocks, dude. <laughs> All right, nice. Anyway, Joy was in. 
uh, Touch of Evil, which was like a, uh, yeah, which was like an Orson Welles thing, and then after that, it kind of went downhill a little bit. <laughs> Lots of TV, Beverly Hillbillies, like almost every lot, a lot of those old TV shows from the 50s and 60s. Yeah. Atomic Submarine, another Hillbillies in the Haunted House, a different Hillbillies movie, Bigfoot, which was like. <laughs> You know, a classic John Carradine, like 1970. It's a good one. We need to do that one too. And lots, like I said, lots of Beverly Hillbillies or whatever. She was, yeah. she was pals with Frank Sinatra, so I guess they were kind of like. Kinda she was kind of like a Rat Pack, but not big enough of a star to be a Rat Pack, but kind of like mini she Rat Pack. She was whatever. a fringe Rat Packer. She died real young. She died like in '71 of breast cancer. But uh, wow. Well, when you see the video, you'll, you'll, you'll enjoy Joy Lansing. She was great. Nice. All right, now we're going to go into the Dark. Beach Party Girl. Oh, nice. Not, not Annette Funicello, though. You know, those movies are weird, because when you watch them now, they just got whoever. The, yeah. They weren't necessarily, like, attractive, or, like, they just put them in a bikini and said, wiggle around. And yeah. That, that, you know, that was it. Like, Well, one of my favorite ones is Deborah Wally. Now, she's, like, she's not a sex pop, but she's, like... Like so freaking cute, it hurts. All right. I, I had to, I, I had to pause and redo my list. I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're, you're coming up with some really good, good uh, actresses. Okay, go ahead. Okay, Deborah Wally was, uh, she was, in, she was one of the early Gidgets. Gidget goes mm-hmm. Hawaiian. Wow. <laughs> Doctor Goldfoot in the Bikini Machine, Ghost in the Invisible Bikini with Boris Karloff, Beach Blanket Bingo, <laughs> Spin Out with Elvis. Oh, Spin Out was awesome it's a bikini world and then all of a sudden in 73 she did this like low budget kind of horror thing which i like for something for some goofy reason called the severed arm it's a strange movie about yeah. some guy who these guys get trapped in a mine and uh, anyway maybe one day we'll do it but it's, it's totally bizarre off off totally like, off her off her like you know genre or whatever but she's deborah wally was so cute in these movies that now, you now, know i gotta love how her. many gidgets were there I know there was Sandra D, and I know there was Deborah Wally, well, and I think uh, Sally Fields played Gidget on TV or somebody. I was gonna say who was the most famous, Sally Fields? Uh, I probably I don't know. Sandra D, I think did the most Sandra movies D. or whatever. Oh, okay, but, yeah. cool. But uh, yeah, Deborah well, Wally. Oh, got me. I'm Sandra D. <laughs> <laughs> but De- but Deborah Wally married uh, John Ashley, who was in those Blood Island movies, Mad Doctor Blood Island. He was in a lot of these. Uh, he was in also in these teen movies from the early 60s, so they met and they got married. I love then, whenever I look up these bad, not bad movies, when I look up some of the movies we watch, and I always click on them, and the, like, I always go into their bios, and it's like, okay, how many times they're divorced and married, oh some God, of these girls, yeah. and it, it's literally from picture to picture. Yeah, yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, no it's doubt. like, married four years, divorced, married four years, yeah. one kid divorced, married four kids, like, yeah. it, or married four years, it's it's crazy. Yeah. You know? All right, here's an... Yet another bomb, blonde bombshells, blonde blonde bombshell, <laughs> I should say. Barbara Boucher. Now Barbara Boucher did mostly Euro. I always uh, think of Bobby Boucher. <laughs> no, yeah, no. <laughs> Bobby Boucher, you get back in here. That's uh, that's the. the no, Adam Barbara's Sandler. Barbara's a lot better looking. Anyway, uh, I hope so. <laughs> anyway, she did. Uh, she was uh, born, I think, in Germany, but she came to the U.S. early on. And she started out in TV doing like, uh, I think she was in A Man From U.N.C.L.E. She was in a Star Trek. Mm. But then she went to the film. She did Agent for Harm, which was an early spy oh, movie. She the yeah, she's the blonde in Agent oh, for Harm, dude. Oh, my God. I've seen that a million times. <laughs> yes, sir. She's the one that's like, I'm the cu- her, net, her niece. 
Yeah. I'm, I'm the professor's niece. Yeah. yeah she's pretty. Smoke, man. Yeah. She, she she looks better in some of the other movies when she takes off some more clothes, too. Anyway, she was in Casino Royale, another spy movie called Danger Root. She was in something called The Rogue, which was another kind of like action spy movie. Amok, which is like one of those uh, Italian thrillers, but this one's got like a real heavy lesbian thing going on <laughs> there's a classic scene in there. okay <laughs> let's put it out like all i'm saying is there's a classic scene that i wore out on my vhs yeah tape. yeah i had to get two vhs's for that one <laughs> forehead uh, super slow-mo ripped oh no and, and she did a lot of these italian thrills and they all sat they also had they all had these funny names like there's one which is a good one too called black belly of the tarantula <laughs> i love this one that oversell yeah like yeah, the yeah, names yeah. they're like you know like and they always come out with like this is the scariest movie exactly. in the history of ever and you're like you watch it and you're like yawn <laughs> you know the, the more overselling they do in the title the the lower it is that's that's like a rule. and of course you did another one called the, the French Sex Murder so there you go that should tell you what it's all mm, about right yeah. right off think, the top of I think I can get you get that yeah. I understand okay. okay now we're going to go to well this is a she's American Patty Shepard but she did all her movies in Spain, I guess she went over to Europe and she got made a career out of it or whatever cool, in B movies. Cool. Yeah, why not? But yeah. uh, okay, she's in Assignment Terror, which was uh, Paul Nashi. We we should do a Paul Nashi movie time because he's the Spanish kind of like he did. He was a Spanish actor in the early seventies, <laughs> late sixties. Spanish Roger Corman. Well, he did. He played every every. He was a big fan of the Universal. He played all the monsters. He played the werewolf. Oh, he played Frankenstein. Cool. He played. Jekyll and Hyde. I mean, his movies are kind of campy, and he kind of looks a little bit like a, a like John Belushi. But it, w- <laughs> wait till you see one of them. You gotta love this guy because these movies are violent. They're like sexy. They're like over the top. It's, Very it's pure cool. exploitation greatness. Anyway, right. Patty's kind of like a, she's kind of like a Barbara Steele type. Maybe a little more petite. Maybe actually a little prettier or whatever. She was a, a, a model, and she went over there. But anyway, Assignment Terror, which is like a Montanashi movie where it's kind of like his version of House of Frankenstein. All the monsters show up, the Wolfman, the Frankenstein monster. It's wow. total goofiness, yeah. the mummy, Dracula, but in a Spanish kind of way. <laughs> so, so, okay. It's different. Let's put it that way. <laughs> I can see when we do that one for the show, I'll be like, yeah. why have you done this to me? That's the first, <laughs> that's the first line I'll be saying. No. Okay, Werewolf versus the Vampire Woman, another nasty movie, a classic. The title just tells you exactly what it's all about. Patty, of course, is the Vampire Woman and not the Werewolf. <laughs> who, uh, is the, who is the woman from Plan 9 from Outer Space? That, that Vampira. That wasn't Vampira that played that. that yeah, Vampira. Okay. The Vampire Woman? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's Vampire from the TV show, from oh. the, the horror hostess from the 50s. Oh, okay, wow. Cool. Yeah, that's her. Uh, Hannah, Queen of the Vampires, another yeah, it's not a bad movie, but it's like uh, it's like Andrew Prine's in it. It's all right. I mean, it's nothing great. Rest in Pieces, which is a slasher movie. My Dear Killer, yet another one of those Italian or actually in this in this Spanish kind of murder mysteries and Refuge of Fear, which is like a sci-fi thing where they're like, it's the end of the world and they're the only four people left. So yeah, you know, it's it's all good. 
Okay, here's one. Even I like I like those movies. Oh well, we'll have to the watch the ones where there's then. only like there's only four people a left. The world's ended. Yeah. They're under. They 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 built like a, uh, a bunker, like a bunker, and then all of a sudden it's like, so what do we do now? We're the only people left in the world, and I can't stand you. <laughs> yeah, what was that Corman one where they like? Oh, the last woman on earth. Yeah, that one yeah. where there's like I did a geological study. That one guy who was really annoying. Yeah. yeah. He reminded me of the guy from Teenagers from Outer Space. Might have oh, been the same God. guy. No. The big no. the big guy that. The one who was the geological guy. I don't remember. Ah, okay, it doesn't matter. Okay, here's here's next one. What do we here's got? one. Here's a girl that's more obscure. We'll, we'll put pictures up so you know who these these beautiful Let's women are. Let's not get crazy. <laughs> well, <laughs> you're never gonna know who they are unless you put up some pictures of them. Okay, I guess we'll try. Okay, Soledad Miranda. Now this is more obscure. Soledad Miranda died early again. She died in like '71, but she was a Portuguese actress who basically worked in Spain, and she. Uh, Worked for Jess Franco, which is like the infamous B-movie sleaze, you know, well, he's, he's directed like 250 movies like or whatever. A, like a Kaufman, like a, like a trauma kind of thing. where they No, just, no, better than that. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, no, no, not that bad. No, no, not that bad. Not, he's, you know, the, okay, I'm, I'm going to go off on a tangent here. Trauma guy, trauma guy wants to make fun of these movies. Jess Franco, just, Jess Franco was more artistic and he actually... Even though he kind of like didn't really put that much into the movies, I think he was actually more serious about it. Lloyd Kaufman or whatever his name is, a total dumbass. But anyway, uh, Soledad Miranda, she was in the she was in the Count Dracula, which was a supposedly the most faithful adaptation of the Dracula movie from 1970, Christopher Lee. Huh. Pyro, which was an earlier movie, of course the. The most famous one she was it was Vampiros Lesbos. We we kind of get an idea what that's about. Uh, I think that was nominated for a lot of awards. Yeah, it was yeah. Like, from from me anyway. <laughs> another tape I wore out. Uh, another one, Eugenie Sex Happening. There you go. Mm, <laughs> here's yeah. here's an early one that she did called Sound of Horror about an invisible. Sound of Horror. It's an invisible dinosaur. Oh my. Spanish, Spanish war. She killed in ecstasy. I wish they would have been. Uh, I wish that one we watched last week would have had the the Crater Lake monster. I wish that would have been an invisible monster. Yeah, well, and they should have just pretended. We could do it that way. They just been like, oh, there it is, and they'd be like, oh my god, I see it too. And the, the but we don't. The devil came from Akasawa, which is another like I think it's an action movie. That one I haven't watched actually. So, uh, all right, going back to the fifties. Now we got um, Mara Corday. Now while she didn't do a lot of. B movies. The ones she did are real memorable. <laughs> okay. Tarantula, which was like one of the guy giant bug movies yeah. from the fifties, and Clint Eastwood's in a bit part in that. The Black Scorpion, giant monster, you know, of course. And uh, that was a real kick back then. Yeah, yeah. Like, and they, I've seen it done really bad ways where they put them on postcards and yeah, like, oh man, come on. Uh, she was in Girls on the Loose. Undersea City and the Giant Claw. Did you ever see the Giant Claw with a giant flying turkey puppet monster? <laughs> no, Dude. I haven't. Dude, you haven't, you haven't lived until you you've seen haven't that lived shit. You've seen a giant turkey claw man guy thing. Yeah, she's a classic. She's All a classic right. 50s. I, the other one, the other classic 50s one is Allison Hayes. Well, the the 50-foot woman. So obviously oh. we all know who she is. Totally beautiful. Yeah, she was really pretty. Yeah, that, she was... She was in Fifty Foot Woman, the disembodied kind of like a jungle thing, the hypnotic guy, which was kind of like, kind of like a. Even though it was sixties, oh, yeah. it was a rough movie, man. <laughs> it was a real rough movie. Uh, the Undead, which was another Roger Corman thing, the Zombies of Moratau, 
The Crawling Hand, and she was in Tickle Me, yet another Elvis movie. You got a lot of Elvis movies going on here. I guess Elvis basically had every B movie, Starlet and Young Girl, in his all his yeah. movies back in the '60s or whatever. And he probably did all of them too. Oh, are you know? kidding me? Of course he did. You know what? I when we went to Graceland, uh-huh. I, I actually really enjoyed myself up there. I'm gonna go back. And the uh, when I was going through the like his all his stuff, they talked a lot about. How much he actually cared. He really like was a good guy. But I mean, about even his movies, like they talked about how he would pour himself into these scripts and like know him and be that guy, and he worked so hard. Good. And good. even though they didn't care about him, like the people that were making him were just like just put him in front of the camera. He was like they talked a lot about how much he really loved it and cared and wanted to be the best. Yeah, that's yeah, like I believe it. It's I amazing, believe it. you know, because he doesn't get it. any credit for it. Everyone's just like, oh, whatever, you know, it's just Elvis. Well, they're fluff movies, but for the time, they're a lot of fun too. Yeah, I I, I like some of them. Some of them are just schlock, but yeah, towards the end they got kind of yeah, you know, like uh, <laughs> the one with Mary Tyler Moore, the one with the nun or whatever. whatever. <laughs> I don't even remember that. Yeah, there's I think he sings in the ghetto in that one or something <laughs> like that. Yeah, I think he sees. I think he sings in every one of his movies. You yeah, know? that's true too. I forgot about that. <laughs> Okay, and of course, now we got to go for some black power. And I think you know who we're talking about. Wham, bam, pam. That's right. <laughs> she's on my list, too. I think, That's right. I think she's honorable mention on my list. Hold on. Yeah, I put her on as honorable mention. Nah, you got to get some black power in here, man. Big Dollhouse, Women in Cages, The Arena, Coffee, Friday Foster, Foxy Brown, Jackie Brown. I mean, she was, a totally amazing woman. Yeah. Still I wanna, working today. Still I want to read her autobiography. She wrote an autobiography. Yeah, she and did. I, yeah. I want to read it. I'm, I'm kind of afraid. But yeah, I, yeah, I would be afraid. I would be afraid. I'd be very afraid. I'd be afraid. I open up and she's gonna punch me in the face. Like she's a pretty tough chick. Yeah, you know? escape from New York or escape from L.A. One of those two. Escape from L.A. Where she, she played the dude. Yeah, oh, yeah. She played, uh, What happened back in Cleveland to Hershey? Okay. Okay. <laughs> now, yeah, you know, just because the fact that this woman was in a lot of movies, she's pure pretty. We gotta hit the '40s and we gotta go to Evelyn Ankers. Now, okay, you may not know who Evelyn Ankers were, was. But here's a movie she did. Angers away, my friend. <laughs> she's in The Wolfman. She's in Ghost of Frankenstein. She's in Son of Dracula. She's in The Mad Ghoul. She's in Frozen Ghost. She's in The Invisible Man's Revenge. Yeah, she did a lot of universal stuff. She's very pretty. She's very, checks. you know, she's gotta very keep the awesome. Coming in. And you got and you got to hit the 40s too. You can't just forget that or whatever. I have bad news. I I forgot the 40s. <laughs> well, you know, I wasn't around then, but I had I had to do. There, some of the some of the the actresses from the 40s were the most beautiful yeah like, it's like just ever you it's know what i mean the hair was kind of goofy on them a lot yeah but still like when you know the the time period yeah you and, know, those, and those movies are all classic yeah, so i mean yeah, she are. did a lot of them so some 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 actresses did more b movies than other most of these are pretty much generally in like the lower budget kind of stuff even though every once in a while i'll do an a movie here and there but yeah you know uh, okay, I'm going to go back to Italy again for a favorite of mine, Luciana Paluzzi. Now, I wish I was better at like a, some kind of a, a video thing where I could have a jet <laughs> flying all over, <laughs> like a map, all over the world map every time you go somewhere. Like, I would go, oh, Spain, Italy, oh, bam, bam, bam. I'm okay. trying to hit all the, I'm trying to hit. Even though, even though I'm going to give an honorable mention to Kumi Mizuno from Godzilla movies. I wasn't, I couldn't find that many pictures of her. She only did a few Shaman. Godzillas. But Queen Mizuno is a favorite of mine. I didn't, I didn't go there, you know. But oh I no, 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 no! I, I, I got one from uh, Godzilla and the Mysterion. Okay, well, you'll yeah. talk about her later. Yeah, yeah. There's another uh, Japanese girl called uh, uh, Miyahama that was in uh, 
She was in the the Bond movie, but she was also in Godzilla's Revenge in a few of those. She's an honorable yeah. mention too. Anyway, Luciana Palu- Luciana Paluzzi, Italian actress, was in Thunderball. She went to America and did Muscle Beach Party. He did more ja- uh, Italian uh, thrillers, A Black Veil for Lisa. The Green Slime. Remember the Green Slime? The yeah. red-headed lady, Luciana yeah. Paluzzi, man, of course. Wow. 99 Women, which is a Jess Franco women in prison movie, of course, you know. <laughs> and she even did, like, Black Exploitation, Black Gun with, I think it's Fred Williamson's in that or whatever. Nice. So, okay, well, now we're going to get to number one. This is, this your, is, this this is, is my this number is it. one. This is your number one. Okay. All the all the other ladies are like you know I'm not gonna give them a ranky, but number one for me is Barbara Steele, the the queen of horror movies. You know yeah. you can't, you gotta you gotta give her the props. She was in Black. She was in the Italian. She's the when they did those Italian Gothic horror movies in the uh, in the 60s, basically they became famous because of her. She was like Mario Bava was the director. I thought that's who you were gonna take. Mario Bava was the was the director on a few of them. Anyway. What was the one that we did? Um, where she was in it. She was in the pit in the pendulum. That's the one. Okay. But that was Roger Corman. No, no, no. But I'm talking about the the yeah, because I remember how much you were like just yeah, like, yeah, in love yeah. with her. Uh, Black Sunday is a movie you all have to watch. She's like this Mario Bava's greatest movie, and it's it, to me it's a great movie. It's beautiful direction, black and white. It's like it's like an effed up Universal horror movie. Barbara Steele in this movie looks beautiful, pretty, innocent. And when they put the makeup on, she looks like the freaking the worst, most hideous nightmare you ever saw in your life. That's you know, awesome. with holes in her face. That kind and of transformation, like, you know, it's so great. Yeah, she was one of the few actresses that could do the beautiful and the totally hideous in the same movie. Yeah. And for that, that's like queen of horror, man. You know, that's awesome. Castle of Blow, which is another favorite of mine from the same era, The Pit and the Pendulum, which we saw. Horrible Dr. Hitchcock, a 1960s Italian movie about necrophilia. Wow, you know, that's, that's like, that's like they pretty out even, there. They wouldn't even touch that now, I don't no, think. No, well, yeah. They, they, yeah this Zom- is, Rob Zombie would, what am I thinking? Go ahead. Yeah, she was in Piranha. The, oh, yeah. the Roger Corman's Piranha, yeah. She was in uh, Dark Shadows with the re- the redoing of Dark Shadows from the 90s. And in the one, the first movie I saw was Nightmare Castle, which was scared the shit out of me when I was a little kid. Because nice. the beginning of it, it's kind of creepy, and then it's boring in the middle. But the end, when they come back from the dead, and half her face is disfigured, and she's in a nightgown. Another one of those where she looks good on one side, and the other side is like totally. <laughs> and she turns around, you're like, yeah, and it's like, whoa. <laughs> so yeah, she is. She is to me the queen of horror. So my Sweet. number one would be Barbara Steele. There nice. you go. All right, cool. Well, that was a very thorough list. So there you have it. There are the women in the heart of Doctor. My women. Th- th- from those are just the, those are just a few. Honorable mention is Mala Powers and yeah. yeah do your quick do and your, Mara uh, Corday. I mean, I mean uh, Marla English. And there's a ton of other ones well, which in there. That Marla, Veronica Carlson. Marla English was in one of our movies, wasn't she? She's in Voodoo Woman, and she she was a fifty. She only did movies for a few years. Wow. Okay. She's in uh she's in uh, the, the 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 main one that I know is Voodoo Woman. She did a few of those um. Corman things in the 50s but apparently yeah. she retired early on and he's like oh, I've had enough of this <laughs> yeah there's there's nice. Edwick Fennick and there's 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 tons of them we may even do a second part but anyway yeah. Yeah. now it's your turn alright well I'm gonna go the more classic 10 through 9 Letterman style go so, for it and then I'll do my honorable mentions number 10 Adriana Barbeau Adrian Barbeau from, from Escape <laughs> from Escape from New York Let's that Swamp say, Thing dude that, What's that? Swamp thing. Swamp thing. But I remember her from a. Clark Carpenter's wife for a while there. Yeah. When I when I saw Escape from New York, I was smitten for yeah. Miss 
Borbo. She is. She was to me. She was very. Uh, she was an old Calcutta. She like that looked, nude play she from looked the kind of tough, but wow. Okay, I don't know why. Number nine, Linda Carter. Of course, of Linda course, Carter. Linda Carter. She Bobby had, Joe and the Outlaw. She had the eyes that would. We need to melt do Bobby you. Joe and the Outlaw because you never saw her nude scene. That's right. No. Oh, dude, we'll do it. We'll do it next week <laughs> with the other movie with the seventies. Like, How did you burn a laser a hole through your DVD? Uh, yeah, no, yeah, we'll so. do it next week. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so, so Linda Carter. Um, what? I first know her from, of course, Wonder Woman. That yeah. was the, that was when I was a very young kid, and oh, I just uh, she was. Yeah. All that and a bag of potato yeah, chips. Yeah, that, that one episode where she's hanging upside down, I'm still waiting for something to pop out, but anyway. All right. Not from me, but from <laughs> her. <you know. laughs> yeah. Number eight. I was a little bit out on the fence about this one. Tia Carrere. Now, uh, from yeah, Wayne's World, pretty. I don't know if... Well, I'm, I just mean I don't know if she's B-movie. She is, but... Is you she know in a I mean? Bond movie? No. I don't think so. Okay. Uh, maybe. Right. But anyway, she I know she has done some beasts, so she'll have to, you know. Yeah. So Tia Carrere is my number eight. Number seven, Anne-Margaret from C.C. Company. See, Anne-Margaret, that's a tough one, because I was going to put her in there, but I didn't consider her a B-movie actress. Even though she did C.C. and Company, really? she did mostly A movies. Well, I guess you're right, but, but I'm, anyway, I'm going to keep she's, it. She, she's she's my number seven. Yeah, yeah she's so definitely in there. Yeah. I, I had to do it. Now, you might have to hurt, help me with this name. I know her from her screen presence, but I don't know her. The, the, I'm going to say the movie first. I know her from The Girl in the Shower, from Catholic High School Girls in Trouble, which was a spoof from a Kentucky oh, dude, Fried dude, Movie. Oh, she died, Gart. That's my Wait, 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 wait a second. Six. This is amazing. I actually had her on here but I decided that I wasn't going to put her in because she, all she did was mostly softcore I actually I have a picture of her that I found I don't Ushie Digard would never she would never drown let's just put it that way that she made my number yes, six Ushie Digard oh that's awesome that's I, awesome. I'm I glad you put it in there that's awesome I, I watched Catholic High School Girls in Trouble a lot dude she was in She hold on for a <laughs> second anyone, hold on anyone that knows that movie the, the Kentucky Fried movie knows the part I'm talking about because it's hilarious. Hold on, I got I got a little. Well, she's from like SS Nazi. She's in Girl Elsa. Camp she's in Super Vixens. Yeah. She's in Chesty Anderson. U.S. Navy. She's in the Black Gestapo. Yeah. Kentucky Fried movie. Let's get something straight. She, total total she, B move. Total softcore actress. That's what always I mean. naked. That's you what can't it find a movie. You can't find a picture with clothes on on the internet. She doesn't even wear pet clothing to the to the shoot. No. Like, she doesn't wear clothing shopping ever. either. She just goes naked to the supermarket. And no one minds. Let's no one minds. No. Oh, she died. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Yeah. So okay, that's. Yeah, I have her down that's as funny. my number six because that. That's that, funny. That high school girl's in trouble. Oh, that's, she's in the oh, shower, that's amazing. I was just like, uh, like yeah, I don't think yeah. I could. Oh yeah. Now number five worries me because you pulled a bunch from your list because of the the movies they were in. Now, the first this number five, my number five on my list. Is a porno actress, but she did two yeah, B movies. Yeah, we're gonna go porno. Okay. Well, she did two movies, like that. It were B movies. Oh, you're not talking about Marilyn Chambers. No, are I'm talking you? about Tori Wells. Tori, Tori Wells did Tori, movie straight. She did. Straight she movies? did two movies. She did Ice Cream Man, which, oh, okay. with with like Ron Howard's brother, I, I think. Remember her, yeah. And she did one other, but of course, what I really remember her was from Chameleon. That was one of the first pornography movies I, I ever saw. I never even heard of that movie. Oh my god! See, you want porno. I wasn't going to do it, but okay, now only I know one, better. Only one. Okay. I only went one, and I felt bad about it, but I was like, I, she, to me, she was really beautiful, and other things. Okay, yeah. now on to a realistic, more realistic. My number four, 
Mary Waranov, who was oh, Calamity Jane from Death Race <laughs> 2000. She is a... She Andy is, Warhol movies, too. She is very... She was very pretty, but... She's Scary. Big, tough, but yeah, I think she she's was in the uh, Rock and Roll High School. She played the principal. She was scary in yeah, that. Yeah, she is. She was like in one of those like Evil Santa movies. Now, she too. is straight up all B movie. She know? was like Silent Night, Evil Night. She's one of those evil. She did. Yeah. A, she mostly she worked a lot with Roger Corman. Well, and I think she's. I think she's one of those women that clocked in around six foot. Yeah. I, I mean, I think she's an honest to goodness. She's like a screen. Yeah, presence. she's real tall. She's yeah. big. She's pretty. You know. So. Yeah. Yes. Mary Waranov captures wow. my heart at number four. Now, number three, from Godzilla, or Gojira, the original, and Mysterions, uh, Momoko Kochi. Okay. She's uh, She was in a lot of movies like that. Uh, not Well, not a lot. She was in... The Toho grabbed her up and, like, yeah. you, they, kept, they used her a lot in a lot of those different movies. <coughs> Just, uh, she's very pretty. Always had always a good screen presence in the the outfit in Mysterions. See, I would um, <laughs> see from the Toho, like we were talking before. I would go Kumi Mizuno, Kumi Mizuno, because she was in um, mm. Frankenstein Conquers the World. She was in oh, she was one of the aliens in, she was one of the alien women in the one with uh, Mo- Monster Zero or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. And she was in a bunch of other ones. She was in some spy movies. I'm not sure if she was in. That spy movie, What's Up Tiger Lily, that, um, you know, it's not, yeah, Woody no. Allen did the dubbing on that movie, but it's got a Japanese, I think she might right. be in that, too, yeah. Now, that's one of those things where, I don't know, if, if, if I wouldn't have seen her in Mysterions, she might not have made a list, and they're not, the, they're not revealing whatsoever, but just the outfits that they wore in those yeah. Toho movies, like the leather, yeah, yeah. the leather jumpsuit stuff, you kind of wa- look at it, and you don't know why you're like, wow, that, that, that's hot, and you don't know why, there's nothing showing, <laughs> you know, but they look very... Good. I'll right, put it that way. Right. Number two, Barbara Payton. Oh God. The, from Bride <laughs> oh, of the boy. Gorilla. The ultimate bad girl. The ultimate bad girl, but the ultimate knockout. The no first. Doubt, the, no doubt. No doubt. You watch the first scene of Bride of the Gorilla. The the slow the slow pan in. It's just a blonde girl in the middle of a of a jungle cabana dancing to her like with herself, just like dancing, to some record playing, and. This blonde bombshell knocks you on. She punches you in the jaw. Like that first scene, you're just like, "Oh my," <laughs> you know, "Oh, oh my." She's she like, a, she, she, like by the mid '50s, her career was over. She became like an alcoholic. She died and behind a, a dumpster. Prostitute, yep. and she died alone she was behind like a, a mess. dumpster. I don't know what her story was. I know she wrote an autobiography, but I've never read they, it or um, anything. I guess I read it. We, we did when I did the we did the Bride of the Gorilla on the Dub 420 TV show. And when we um, when we researched about her, they talked about the studio heads were like the one guy actually like was trying to convince other studios to take her because they were like, look, she she's very beautiful, but she's she's just like a crazy cat in heat. Uh, they were like, she's just nuts. Like she was just like one of those people that was honest to goodness, probably crazy, mm. you know, and uh, burned through her career as fast as he burned through life, and then became a prostitute and alcoholic and died behind a dumpster they found her dead behind a dumpster you know that's sad in the 60s i think yeah yeah and okay my number one which nobody well some people might know is uh rico ike the star of sex and fury the <laughs> japanese softcore kind of she did a lot of the pinky violence Oh, but okay. she was the one that always had the tattoos and always hacked yeah, people I've seen up. Her pictures, she yeah. cuts people up with knives. I've seen the movie. 
Sex and Fury. There's a scene in that that I want played in my eulogy. When they bury me, I want to have it going in a loop behind whoever's the clown that's reading something about me. She is in this hot tub. She jumps out naked with a samurai sword, runs in the middle of the snowfall in, in the snow in Japan, and just starts hacking up Yakuza. And there is nothing <laughs> more erotic <laughs> than watching this scene. This girl just hacking people up with a katana, nude as the snow is falling around her, and she's steaming. Now, now in, in that ninja final duel that we did, uh-huh. wasn't there some naked woman in there fighting with the swords or whatever? <laughs> yeah. I guess that was a tribute of some sort. <laughs> that was a tribute. So that my number one is... Uh, I might that, that, three, that also had... Ike. That also had that... Um, Oh, was she? I think she's from uh, Swedish. That Swedish girl, Christina Lindbergh or whatever, was in that too, don't you? Sex and Fury. Yeah, she was. The, she was the. There was a. There was a Caucasian girl in that. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's she's, she's Christina Lindbergh yeah. is the one that's in the. They call her One Eye Thriller or whatever. Yeah, she was like yeah. a big sex. That's actress. the one that influenced the one from Kill Bill. The, yeah, uh, exactly. Christina, Christina Lindbergh was real yeah. hot too. Well, yeah. so the, the, the Sex and Fury has, is my number one. Oh, there you Pinky go. violence movie, so that's my number one on that. There you uh, go. I have a lot of that stuff. Most of it's kind of dregs, but some of them I like. Some of them strike a chord with me. Who are now, your honorable mentions? My honorable mentions. Okay, Lucy Liu. I think she's very beautiful, but I also don't think she's a B movie at all. Like she commands big money. Yeah. She's so she didn't. I I took her out because she's B movie. Lonnie Anderson. Um, I sure did like her before she got a lot of plastic surgery, but she was almost all TV. Yeah, she did that. She did that. She did that Jane Mansfield movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger playing her husband or whatever from TV. So she, she was. I had the hots for her when I was a teen. Yeah, of course. But you know, okay. Now Maria Conchita. Alonzo oh, from Running Man fame. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought she was a spunky, cute woman. A Spitfire. Yes. Uh, Michelle Yao. Yeah, yeah, from uh, yeah, from yeah, everything. From, yeah, yeah, <laughs> from yeah, everything from, in China that needed a woman. The, what was the one with the three? Uh, the, oh. the, the the they were the three superhero women or whatever. If we don't know this, you know Don's gonna kill. Yeah, her. okay. Because uh, yeah. that's I think Don that would be Don's number one maybe. Yeah, well, she was in one of those. She was so, in a Mich- lot. She was in Jackie Chan movies. Everything. Like police yeah. Story oh, and all everything. That stuff, she's yeah. a. She seems when you like watch her behind the scenes and stuff like that. She seems like she's a genuinely funny, yeah, fun actress, like a person. She seems very nice. Um, tough. Okay, uh, Pam Greer, of course, she's yeah. my honorable mention. Yeah. She should have made the list. I, you know, when I'm like reading through these, I always second guess. She could have bumped, you know, like Linda Carter or something like that. She should have. But I wish she would have. I know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, Kim Cattrall. Oh yeah, from Porky's among other things. Yeah. I always found her yeah, quite beautiful. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay, and then my final one of my honorable mentions is Yuko Asano from War in Space. Groovy. Yeah. So that's my list. Uh, okay, now we're gonna drop in a t- trailer and get on to business. Go for it. The tire business, as it were. Oh yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> The Jezebels, the toughest gang of teenage girls ever to slash their way across a motion picture screen. Oh. 
the Jezebels. Are the young rebels fighting for survival in a decaying society? Or are they just teenage hoodlums taking advantage of their youth to frustrate the law? They can't hold us with juveniles. <laughs> First, you'll meet Lace. She's as affectionate as a scorpion with all the loving tenderness of a buzzsaw. Okay, you want me out? You're gonna have to fight me. You got knocked off, right? Big deal! If you go, it's gonna turn out bad. Then there's Maggie, a shapely young bundle of female dynamite, ready to explode on content. You're a chicken. You'll also meet the girl who earned the nickname of Bunny. How about a little something to uh, relax the nerve? And it's only five bucks. Come on, Superman. And then there's the one they just called Patch. I lost my eye for this gang, remember? We used to be tough. They also call her the Smiling Cobra. Shameless. You get it, woman! And from now on, that's gonna be a, the Jezebel, yeah! The Jezebels. You'll laugh with them. <laughs> You'll love with them. Maggie? What's going on in there? <laughs> Don't try to fight with them. <laughs> Remember, I want him alive. <laughs> Jezebels is a story of today and maybe a little bit of tomorrow. All right. Now that we've uh, just listened to the Jezebels and we've just talked about some Jezebels, now it's time to go on to the matter at hand. This week's movie, Rubber. Rubber. Now, Rubber is a new movie from 2010. Um, Directed by a Frenchman. Yeah. I didn't know a whole lot about it. I just knew that it was getting a lot of buzz in the cult, like the cult uh, genre. Like, people in the know knew about this edgy movie. And, and, and you gotta and, and you got to worry about sometimes. <laughs> I know. You know, I figured it, we had to address it just because, you know. Because sometimes sometimes when a movie is gets to that way, it, be, it you, you, you delve into pseudo intellectual like too hipster for hipster yeah too too cool for school crap yeah, or whatever and I think that's what happened to this one now I didn't hate it as much as you well I hated it at first and then after like I watched the first half and I watched the second half the next day I didn't hate it as much oh, okay. probably because probably like I said before I didn't have to watch the whole thing again yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's the quote of the movie that's that's gonna be on the box uh, you know yeah. Doctor Morbius from Parts Unknown says. I hated the movie less and less as it went on because I knew that was less of the yeah, movie I had to it. watch. That's exactly. Like, yeah, that's you know, good thirty one. minutes in, you're like, oh, I only have forty five minutes left. That is a good. That would be a great <laughs> review for like a movie. Just put like you said. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I hated it less as it kept going as, as it ended. Because, because I liked it, it a lot better when it was ending too. Exactly. Uh, now, to, to be, 
this movie opens up with a, a car knocking over chairs and it's one of those things where it's, well it opens up with that guy explaining to you that like well, that's what he did remember they come in the car and they hit every chair yeah and then and then is he okay, gets, yeah, a yeah, cop gets ahead. out of the trunk yeah right right, um, right and he begins to talk about like things in movies that don't make sense but he said every movie has things that don't make sense so this is an entire movie made not to make sense now here's here's I'm gonna get I'm gonna get to it at the beginning okay. just to get over what my problem <laughs> with like, this movie like, was. I'm gonna just just yeah let me let me tell you what my problem with this movie was. Okay, this is gonna be an absurd movie. All right, that's fine. Yeah, most of the shit I watch is absurd. Uh, okay, you know, now you know, Death Race 2000. You don't watch that going. Yeah. Gee, this might be reality, you know. But okay. now, okay, as I watch the movie, I go, okay, well I remember Monty Python being absurd. Oh, but man. it was actually funny. Oh, they were great. That's the I problem. Love, I love... <laughs> you're like, herein lies the problem. That, herein lies the problem with this movie. Go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Your turn. Yeah, like... Like, the whole premise, he talks about things that don't make sense. Why people like sausage or don't like sausage. Like, he goes into this thing, and the opening is okay. This is the part, like, where I watched that... I watched the, the, the cop giving the speech... And um, you go, okay. Like, they make a very blatant statement that this is made to not make sense. Right. Then... That's a cop-out. Yeah, then they... Yeah, kind of. And then they get... Then the guy gets back in the trunk of the car, and they drive off. And some squirrely guy gives a bunch of people in the middle of a desert binoculars. Okay. And then you're like, well, okay. They're a live audience watching this murderous tire. Now, bear with me here. There's a whole... They have almost every group represented. Teen girls and a kid and a single father and whatever. And they start watching this through binoculars. They're like, what's happening? And then it goes to the movie. And they don't go back to the to the people too often, but every so often. Mm-hmm, yeah. And they'll say something like, oh, what, did, did that tire just kill somebody? Or... And they're like, and then the girls say, "Be quiet! We're trying to watch them watch this." They don't ever say movie. They they say, right, like, "We're right. trying to watch this." And this tire wakes up out of a desert, starts rolling. He it crushes. Um, what is the first thing it does? It crushes like a spider or something. Mm-hmm, a scorpion. A scorpion, and then it gets a taste for blood. Then it learns it has telepathic powers because it busts a bottle. It can't break the bottle, so it learns that it has telepathic powers that make things explode. So, and, and that's the that is the honest to goodness premise of this movie. A murderous tire becomes obsessed with a woman that it sees driving by, and then goes on a murderous rampage, killing a town. And that's hard. It's hard to like when you're watching it. It's hard to get your 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 mind not not your mind around it because it's so simple. It's nothing. But the people that you're introduced to and how they're brought into the movie and stuff like that is really kind of I want to say suspect. <laughs> you know, it's really just like you're look look at this like why you know, why was this chosen? And you know, there's the nude scene with the girl and the tires watching her shower well, from the think door. about it this way. I mean, and this is something that I didn't get first, and then later on when I read about it, I go, oh, it's a tribute to Psycho, the girl taking a shower in the hotel room and the tires watching her, Norman Bates, and then he's it didn't whatever. have that feel to it though. But I could see it. I could see it. It's not the same scene. Right. But I could see where it's a film made about films. You know, it's yeah. obviously like a, kind of like a, the heads blowing up kind of reminds you of Scanners, you know, how yeah. people's heads blow yeah, up. This director really loved that close-up when a head explodes and leaves squirting visceral blood coming out 
from the body that remains. Um, yeah, the, the lone girl taking a shower, the thing watching her, whatever. It did. It reminded me of Psycho. Being okay. on, being on, it, I mean, whatever. I mean, it's basically to me, it's like one of these movies. Like, if you don't get it, well, then you're probably stupid because you didn't get it, you know. But some critic got it, so obviously it's a really good movie. I have a real big problem with movies like this, not because of anything other than like, hey, you know, I want to be entertained. I don't want to be like, like I don't shown have- a film. I don't need to lesson. show you my hipster card to let me in the movie. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean, but the, the, but the reality is, you do get to see nudity. You do get to see people blowing up. So yeah. it is a kind of a tribute to crab too. There's you know? some stuff got funny, like, um, the tire is sitting in a in a hotel room watching a race on TV. That made me laugh because. The tire, like a, a race, a, a yeah, black and right, white race right, car. Yeah, that yeah, that's yeah. all about the tires and the cars and stuff. So that was funny, and um, the 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 head uh, cop who reminded me of Chief Brody from Jaws. Yeah, he was funny. I mean, he like when he was on on screen, I laughed because he he would say stuff like, "Okay, well the poison." The, at one point, they took they took a turkey to the starving group in the desert who was watching this movie. And they all ate this turkey except for one guy. And it turns out it was poison, so they died. And in the middle of a scene, the cop was like, "It goes." his watch started to beep, and he was like, oh, okay, well, that's it. Um, and he goes, it's a wrap. And everyone else is pretending like the, like they're in real life, and he's the only one that's in on yeah. the joke. And he's like, oh, well, we, we poisoned the spectators, so uh, there's no one watching, so that's it. So go home. And And then he starts to break down stuff, and they show cameras and stuff like that. But then, then the one guy comes running in. He goes. She whispers in his ears, like, "Oh, it turns out one of the guys didn't eat, so he's still alive. So we have to keep going." I don't like. I got it, and I thought it was funny, but I don't know. It was just missing something. It's it's missing a lot, actually. You yeah. Know? See, this this tired you out, didn't it? This movie like made you kind of like it wore you down. Well, it wore me down because. It just kind of wasn't. It wasn't enough of one thing or enough of another thing. It tried to be, I think, too much of everything. You know, it right. wanted to be a satire. It wanted to be a horror movie. It wanted to be a commentary on, like, you know, yeah, like, filmmaking. At the very end, it's almost like, you know, there, you know, like a commentary on Hollywood. Yeah. Kind of because, you know, we'll, we'll get we'll get to that part later on or whatever. You know, it just seemed like it was kind of like. A movie that I didn't like. That's yeah. the best way I can put it. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I can see why some people do like it, but I think the people that like say, "Oh, I love Rubber," they're the same people that jump on the hipster. Well, train. If, if you like Adult Swim, then you know which many millions of people like. This is kind of like an extended version of that random weirdness that they have yeah. on some of those episodes. Yeah, and like they would do a lot of that stuff, like. The cop would be arguing with somebody and he'd be like, why should I listen to you? You have a stuffed alligator under his arm. And it pans back and he has a, like a stuffed alligator under his arm. Like just like little stuff like that that they, they wrote in just to do that. But, if, but if, if your idea of weirdness is something like David Lynch, David Lynch actually goes out of his way and gives you a plot and he gives you a movie. And then within the movie you get, you get the weirdness inherent in it and you go, wow, that's really effed up or something like but it's Blue on, Velvet it's, it's more or something honest. like It's more like... It's, yeah, it's more honest. It's not as like wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Is this yeah, this they, is like, like I said, Monty Python, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. You know, we're, look at this absurdist thing we're making. You yeah, know, get it? Get it, you guys? Yeah, yeah that's, that kind of crap. that's part of it where it's so blatantly forth, breaking the fourth wall and or, you know, or so blatantly like winking at the camera. 
you're kind of like, oh, okay. Like, that's what makes it tired. Yeah. Um, if they would have let it happen naturally and people would have discovered that as they were watching it, they would have been like, if he wouldn't have said, oh, you're, you have a stuffed alligator under his arm, but the guy just would have had one, then you'd have been like... Let's put it, let's put it this way. Like, what the hell? And you watch it and you'd be like, oh, that's... Let's put it this way. If, if we would have, if we would have said, "Hey, watch this movie. What do you think?" And after ten minutes, if we weren't doing a show, would have shut it off. That just tells you exactly what I think. You know, uh, I mean, yeah. it's like a, it's like a, it, the basic premise is like stupid. Yeah. <laughs> a yeah, killer I, tire. Okay. <laughs> okay. You know, I mean, it, yeah. it didn't it didn't venture into trauma territory. It was a little too highfalutin and artsy for that. Yeah. But it didn't go into really into David Lynch territory because it's it was too scattered and random and over the wall to even go there. So it kind of fell into its own little which which might be good and then in, in some other universe or whatever. It fell into its own little world which you either liked it or you didn't. Right. And right. I didn't like it. I mean I again I'm just I saw it and it was like entertaining somewhat. The beginning was real slow and ponderous, but after yeah. a while you know, I went, okay, well, here's the characters, here's, this is that happened, that's happening. Yeah. Okay, let's see where it goes from here. And it kind of, it does kind of just, I so, don't know. Yeah. So anyway, the, 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 the tire, the cops chase the tire, and then, you know. You, well, you they try going. to capture it, and then they, now, the one funny, the another thing that made me laugh was that mannequin. Oh, yeah. That, like, they they were sitting in a black van trying to get the, the tire to come out. They strapped yeah. a mannequin with uh, dynamite, and they they had the girl who he loved, who the tire was obsessed with, talking on like on a speaker hung around its neck, saying like, "Oh, come here, I, I love you, I want to blow you up." Yeah. But it, it went on too long and didn't go- deliver, you know. So, I, like, whatever. In the end, it just kept going, and in the end, it became a tricycle, and then was leading other tires. Well, no, no, the cop killed it, and then it, it re- reincarnated into a tricycle. So yeah, and just, then it started reanimating all these other tires. All the other tires were. And then at the end, they're following, and they end up right in front of the the Hollywood Hills, and it's like, oh wow, we hate Hollywood. We're gonna get Hollywood. We're gonna get kill Hollywood or whatever. Yeah. Eh. Okay, I agree with that. Kill Hollywood, yeah. yeah. You know, I, I kind of like that part actually. Yeah. You know, uh, I guess what what do you give it? Uh, is this a zero? Is this a straight up zero for you, or a one, or point five? Point five. Wow. Because it is competently made. I'll yeah. give it. A, no, no I'll, I won't be such a jackass. I'll give it a one. <laughs> I'll give it a one because it is competently made. You act like somebody listening at home is like cares. No, no, you act like somebody at home was like, oh, point five. Oh, well, he has a one. I'll see it now. <laughs> like, like the difference between a point five and a one, but I guess you could do I mean, that you know, you know, the basic, I mean, it was well, it was well shot. It, it looked like they spent uh, a couple yeah. of bucks on it at least, you know, not I'll a lot. I'll give it a, like a 10 grand I'll give it a two. Wow, you're being real generous, man. I am, man. kind of generous, you know. Jeez, I mean, Blood Freak is a masterpiece compared to this thing. It's more meaningful, too. It's true. <laughs> I, it is I mean, true. Birdemic has, has more heart than Don't this movie. Don't go there, brother. Birdemic has more heart than this movie. Does. I will say this. Now, to your point, this movie cost $500,000 to make. You're fucking kidding me. Nope. And it, That it, money could have fed starving people. It recouped 100000 so yeah, well, can you imagine? Now this is something that I wanted to talk to. We're kind of out of time, but we can talk about it a little bit. Oh, we got time. Yeah, can you like? Okay, imagine taking a four hundred thousand dollar hit. Yeah. Like, oh my god! You know, like just something as simple as a tire rolling around killing people cost half a million to make and lost its ass. Now, will it? 
recoup some probably if it gets a if it gets a cult following, but it won't bring back that much. I mean, can no. I, like that's what's part that is part of what make what movie making and and that kind of stuff. I can't wrap my head around it. Like I just, just want to know who much? I want to know who gave these guys five hundred. I mean, they're probably talented people, and they're probably somebody thought that this was a one of the Coens. It probably, it? probably no, I don't think it's that Cohen. I think it's just an actor called Ethan Cohen. I don't think he's one of the oh, Cohen he's not brothers. one of the, oh, oh, oh okay, no, I don't okay. think he's one of the Cohen brothers. I mean, I could be wrong. But I don't think it's him. But hmm. I mean, somebody actually gave it. Maybe this thing read better on paper than it did when it was done. Somebody actually forked out a half a million on this. I mean, it's just. Yeah. It's just amazing to me that somebody actually did that. I mean, more power to them. I mean, maybe, I, I maybe this would have been a better movie under somebody else. I doubt it, but maybe it would have been a better movie under somebody else's hands or whatever. I don't know. See, I can't see where it costs that much. I don't either. Well, I yeah, guess the special um, effects, maybe, every time a, a head blows Actors, up. special yeah, effects. I guess. You can't do anything for less now, than Now, did the person now. who recommended this movie to you like it? Did you re- didn't I, somebody I recommend it to you? I can't remember. I can't remember who I even heard it from. That's that's. I was trying to think of where I heard this movie. Wasn't yeah, it, I, yeah. It? The person. I think the person did like it. They thought it was funny. They thought it was funny. Yeah. Okay. Well, that. Okay. There's a lot of stuff that I miss. That misses. That's over my head. Like. It's not really that it's over your head. It's just not. Well, I mean, I, I don't like it. I'm just like, eh, you know. You know, somebody who's into like surrealism or Dada or like you know anything like that <laughs> yeah. might think it's like. Oh wow, this is like a great movie. I mean, I, I get bring it. it. This will bring it back. But, I, but I've seen, I've seen surrealism. I've seen oh, absurdism. Yeah. I've seen Dada. That's way funnier and way more entertaining than yeah. this movie is. I guess, I guess I gave it a two because I get a, I had a couple of chuckles out of it, but not, nothing like that was really funny. Yeah, this either. is, this is about as pretentious as we're ever going to get watching a movie. So this is yeah. a pretentious, this is a very pretentious movie. I mean, even though heads do blow up and we do see some TNA. It's a very pretentious movie. If you're into that, hey, go for it. Yeah, I guess. Next right. week we will not have a pretentious movie. No, we're gonna go back to our roots, man. We we've yeah. had two kind of two. No, I don't want to say rough weeks, but no, no. They, they, I like Galaxina better than this movie. Yeah, Galaxina. I thought I had so much more hopes for. You know, yeah. I didn't have any hopes for this. I like so the that's Crater probably... Lake Monster better than this movie. <laughs> I like Birdemic better than this movie. You like Birdemic a lot more than most movies. <laughs> Well, no. Well, yeah, I, I like it better than the than the. <laughs> he, just, he won't let it go. I like it better than the bridges of Madison County and the stuff like that. And like, I've never seen any of those. Yeah, well, Clint right. was in it, but I yeah. know that's what hurts so bad. Like yeah. paint your wagon, you know. Paint my wagon, why yeah. don't you? Well, so that's it. We're gonna wrap it up. That we're gonna say, don't don't buy into the hype. And even what little hype there is, don't buy. Yeah, into don't it. believe the hype, man. It sucks. Yeah, I don't like rubber so much. It wasn't terrible, but it wasn't. I wouldn't watch it, it a terrible. second time. <laughs> Doctor Morbius from Parts Unknown would have turned it off after about a minute and a half. Oh yeah, I would have. If it wasn't for what we were doing at the show, but then again, I thought, okay, well, you know, what? I'm gonna watch this because we'll have fun trashing it on the show or doing whatever. Yeah. That's the thing, though. I mean, even even if I wouldn't, I would have watched it on my own. I'll watch it because we're gonna do something about it, and then we'll see where it leads. Maybe we, maybe you could have changed my mind. I don't no, know. No, no. Uh-uh. Okay. But, uh, but yeah. I was hoping. <laughs> no, there's no saving it, man. Okay. So, all right, what are we, what are we doing next week? Okay, well, you know, why don't we do like a a twofer? All right. Um, do you want to go with uh, one of them? Be uh, Hell Comes to Frogtown. I could do some Roddy Piper, unless you want to stay away from him for the one week. I think I think I got an idea. Okay. I got one of my let's, ideas. Come on, let's hear we it, can, man. What if we're gonna do Hell 
comes to Frogtown, uh-huh. why don't we do They Live also with it, which is another Rowdy Piper. So that would be Piper. a twofer. So That's let, a twofer. Let's hold that one, though. We, let's, hold, let's hold, because that'll be a Rowdy Piper double feature. Oh, that's nice. Hell Comes to Frogtown, They Live, and then next week we'll do Dirty Mary and Crazy Larry. So the, okay, we, we which one? What, what, what are we doing for next week? Do okay, let, let's do Dirty Mary, okay, Crazy we'll do Larry, Dirty Mary. and then we'll we'll figure out another one that goes along with it. Okay, and then we'll and then after that, we'll after do that the, we'll do the Roddy Piper. The Roddy Piper. Because I got to get the Roddy Piper movie. I don't oh, have Hell okay. Comes to Frogtown, so I got to find it. We'll find it. I got to buy it somewhere nice. or see if I can okay, find cool. it or whatever. But so, the other n- Dirty Mary I've got, and then whatever we do with it, I'm sure it'll be something that we have. Some kind whatever. of a chase movie. Yeah, or some seventies thing or whatever. Maybe that maybe that Linda Carter, Bobby Joe and the Outlaw. <laughs> that way you can see your nude scene finally. She's in your top ten. I don't know, we'll have to think about that one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you're, you're like, don't think too long. Don't think too long. <laughs> nude Linda Carter. Nude Linda Carter. <laughs> you're like, you had me at nude. No, yeah. okay. So <laughs> so well, we'll um so yeah, so we'll definitely be doing Crazy Mary Dirty Mary Crazy Larry. Dirty Mary Crazy With Peter Larry. Fonda. Oh, cool! I like Peter Fonda, and, and I don't think he did enough. And Susan George, who's really annoying in this movie, and you'll find uh, out next okay. week. She's really annoying, but yeah. Eh. And car crashes and helicopter chases and yeah. all that good nice. stuff. Nice. All right, so that's what you have on tap. Join us on our Facebook group so you can give your feedback and all that kind of stuff. Because I know writing an email is too hard. And uh, you know, we'll we'll just we'll, fucking we'll write an email. <laughs> and thank you all for listening, and we'll see you again. Next week. <laughs> Arr, matey. <laughs> Arr. <laughs>